When it comes to protecting your business, Bay Alarm brings the best, like being on duty 24-7, 365, no matter what. Putting burglars out of business, just like they've been doing for over 70 years. It's one more way Bay Alarm puts the pro in protection. Because if your security is not the best, you're not secure. Go to bayalarm.com slash KNBR for a special offer to all new business customers. Now, more than ever, Bay Alarm, ACO28CCL880138. Good morning, and welcome to the KNBR Morning Show with Brian Murphy and Paul McCaffrey on KNBR, <laughs> the sports leader. <laughs> Live from the KNBR studios, sponsored by Reno's Grand Sierra Resort and Casino, here's Murph and Mac. All right, another sunny Wednesday. Beautiful weather, man. Beautiful, Polly. You, uh, you're sw- you must be sweltering up there in the... Uh, in the in the Rafael region, my friend. Well, you know, it's funny. Is yesterday I hightailed it out of the Rafael region for a uh, really really beautiful. I, I don't know if I could technically call it a hike, but I, I, I can call it a uh, an extended walk of sorts. Uh, and I went up to the uh, coast. Got a got, got some. It was beautiful, dude. I got some ocean breezes. I got some of that ocean air. And you know what's crazy is I didn't realize how hot it really was because I was walking on the beach right near the water, and it was nice and cool, dude. The breeze, Probably the breeze, the, the breeze. I got you barefoot with the with the jeans rolled up to the to the knee, maybe? <laughs> no, I had shorts on, but that's a good oh, call, okay. dude. Right. That'd All be right. a good trendy move by me. Even better would be a pair of khakis rolled up. That'd be even better. Yeah, the roll-up, you know what I mean? So that the, yeah, the, so roll that up, the wave no, could splash around your ankle, you know? I prefer to just take the shorts. I wore the shorts. That way there's no, you know what I mean? There's no getting the denim wet. Know. There's no concern. It's not as but anyway, it was really nice. You know what I mean? I didn't realize how hot it was until I got back, and I realized, oh, look at me. I'm sunburned. Look at this. I didn't even know because there was such a strong breeze coming off the uh, uh, off the ocean. But, yeah, Sounds beautiful day, pro- man. Beautiful day. Sounds very productive and uh, and civilized, my friend. Yeah. I needed it for my head because of exactly what you said. I'm like, it's too nice today. I, I, just, I can't do another day of just, like, doing nothing. I got to get out of here. Ready for this? I did two Zooms yesterday. So, wow. technically, I think I spent... Yeah. I, I think I spent, let's see, the Junior Giants one went from 3.20 to 5.30, so that's two Whoa. hours and ten minutes. Wow, and that's a tur- long one. Scarfed down some dinner and then jumped right back on a Mill Valley Little League board Zoom that went uh, from 7.30 what's going to on with that, by the way? What, uh, fill me in on that. What's, uh, so what are three, they just... Probably three hours and ten minutes of Zooms yesterday. How about that? No, it's way well, too you, much. Did you have a cocktail nearby? No, I didn't. Yeah, not. take the edge while you off were a while bit. you were letting the waves splash around your bare calves, my friend. <laughs> yeah, uh, what's going my on bare... is like Mill Valley Little League is like the most diehard institution I've ever been around. We're actually going to try to pull off this somewhat of a summer thing. How and do I know you do I'm talking it? to talking yeah. to all my people out there from San Jose uh, out to Danville and back and up and down again. Everybody out there, we've all had the same problem. I, my rate is, uh, I think the two. If you had to factor the two people, and, and I'm not talking about uh, the Black Lives Matter movement. I'm not talking about the social unrest. I'm talking strictly pandemic here, strictly yeah. pandemic. The two groups of people to me that have been, for lack of a better word, probably boned the most by the pandemic Pandemic yeah. are, one, high school seniors, yeah. and two, 12-year-old little leaguers. Yeah. Those to me are the two, the two groups that have had the most yeah. taken away from them oh, by the terrible. pandemic, by yeah. COVID. Because yeah. both of those are like 
emotional experiences. Like, you know Tommy. Come on. He, he yeah. wanted to be the yeah. spring of your senior year. I'm seeing it now on Facebook. I know you're not on social. But now, it, right now is when the time all the public schools are graduating. Yeah. So you're seeing them all, all over. All the drive through graduations. Yeah. All the cardboard yeah. cutouts. All the standing in the sunroof. All the... All the signs being waved, yeah, you know, yeah. and you're just like, man, these yeah. kids got. Uh... No, it's. I mean, it's nice hosed. that these people are it trying is, really hard to make something. It happen, is, but... but they're still getting hosed in the grand scheme. Like when you compare what that experience should be like, because it's more than just the one day. The one day is obviously a very, very big part of it, a big moment. The, you know, the formal session, uh, procession with the caps and gowns. You get the diploma. You go. It's like a whole thing. Not only did they get robbed of that, but Murph, I feel like you know, just robbed of that entire period, like the oh, buildup, dude, the buildup, the Polly, the, the ramp up to the yeah, last the day. Up. It's like yeah. we going to math today. You know what, dude? Yeah. I don't think so. I don't think we're going to math today. No, we're going like, to the beach. Yeah, totally. That you're kind of stuff. We're not. We're gonna go to that rock where they invented four twenty. That's what we're gonna there do. I don't go. even know if yeah. that's true, yeah. but I'll throw it out there. And they'll um, never have another chance at it, too. You know yeah, I mean? that's they the never thing. will. And the same with the twelve year old little leaguers is that that's like if you're a little league kid, that's like the dream. I had just had the speech to the kids before the pandemic hit about how this 12-year-old year was going to be one of the most memorable years of their childhood and how you remember everything from your 12-year-old year in Little League. Even if you don't, if you, whether you win the championship or not, all the, all the things that happen when you're the king of the hill, the, the climb that started when you were in kindergarten, you know? Yeah. And now you're finally the big boys, the games that all the people come to watch, and you're the best players in the league, and the friends that you have for the rest of your life from your 12-year-old Little League team, gone. So Gone. Uh, yeah. That's the way I feel, that uh, high school seniors and 12-year-olds. But so hey, we're going to try to do a little, yeah. you know, the county is allowing what they call camps. So so people, I don't know, people, uh, Marin is versus other counties, they're allowing three-week camps where you have to stay, a group of 12 or fewer kids have to stay in a group for three weeks. You can't go to any other camps. Yeah. You can't mix and mingle. You can't go from this camp to your mountain biking camp or from your mountain biking camp to, uh, back to your baseball camp. You have to stay so we're trying to. So my team is going to be together for three weeks, starting Monday, and we're just going to. We're going to. All we can do is practice, but we're going to try to make it fun, obviously, and you know, do our stuff. But at the end of those three weeks, the hope is is that the county will say, "Okay, now you guys can play against another team," yeah. and that the other teams that have been practicing on their own. But dude, I don't know. Who knows what the numbers are going to be? Who knows what the who knows? Yeah, no, knows? it's really there's so much unknown out there. And like high school sports are facing the same dilemma right now as the, you know, fall sports or I think a lot of these schools would like to see that whole thing take shape a little bit, but nobody can because to your point, first of all, most counties have different kind of guidelines for what's going on right now, yeah, and it's not consistent. So a team from one county that might have another school on their schedule from a different county, there's no telling if these games are going to get played. So yeah, high school sports too, man, there's a lot lot of question marks right now. It's really frustrating. But yeah. that's what we're going to do. We're going to try. We're going to start next week, and we'll let you know how it goes. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah, Bonnie yeah. Jill. Bonnie Jill Laughlin is hanging out in San Francisco. Good morning, Bonnie Jill. Happy Wednesday. How you doing? Good morning. Happy Wednesday. How are hey, you? Hey. How you guys doing? How was your right. Tuesday? Anything exciting? Nothing too exciting. I went down to Brentwood and then um, rode Elson. Then I there's like a trail, like I don't know, a little bit uh, down the ways here, and I did that, and so did a little trail walk in, and nice. that was about it. Nice. Yeah. Smoke it out in Brentwood. It was huh? really hot out here. Though. It, was 90, it was like 94 degrees out in Brentwood, so it yeah. was hot. How's Elsa hot, like hot, that hot. heat? She likes it. I think she likes it, actually. Really? She likes it better than like wind and cold, so we were good, but I got oh, really? really dark. 
So I got really, really dark. Oh, I'd really? Say he well, got a tan, tan too. Yeah. Why yeah. Jill, on Christmas Day, you have a tan. What are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, I mean, yeah, because my mom, yeah. So, yeah. so, so what are you now? What are you? Tan. Are you just like you deeply rich mahogany right now? What are you? Yeah, I'm really dark. Yeah. So <laughs> we're it's gonna good, see Bunny Jill. Like, like damn, you got a tan. Uh, yeah, uh, Paul. I, I don't know. I. You know, I, I have to go through a severe burn before I can oh. get any kind of brown. Well, that's uh, where Paul, I was at yesterday. Yeah. That's where yeah. I was at. I got my nice burn. And I was thinking, too, Murph, the other reason why I would never roll up my uh, pant legs is because after this quarantine and stuff, you guys, I'm probably the whitest I've ever been. I'm not kidding. <laughs> and it's a pretty frightening sight. Like, you roll up. Bonnie Jill, one look at my, my leg. It's like two test tubes filled with milk. That's what my legs look like. That's an appealing (laughs) visual there, buddy. Yeah, just milk But then your sunburn will turn to a a tan, right? You know what I mean? Hopefully. Let's hope so. Give me a break. I could use one good bounce. You know what I mean? I'll take a little color if I could. Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. Well, we got a draft today, guys. We got an MLB draft. The Giants, uh, you know, here we go, man. Here's the next generation. I'm calling this Bill uh, Farhan's Bill Walsh 1986 draft. No pressure, though. No pressure. Yeah. Yeah. Can you find me a Larry Roberts? Can you find me a Tom Rathman? Only problem Can is I was I might a... not be able to find you, Larry, Larry Roberts, Murph. When I went when I went to scout him, he was out shot putting somewhere, so he wasn't home. <laughs> By the way, speaking of which, Super Seventy Sports yesterday had a uh, cover SI cover of a shot putter. It is in Sports Illustrated in the seventies, yeah. and it was uh, Brian Old something. I know Platzi knows the name Brian Oldfield or something. He was the yeah. world record holder, yeah. and uh, and dude, it you know it said something like you know one of those SI covers. It said like you know. You know, shooting or putting into the future or something like that, and and Super Seventy said the the mother Blanken nineteen seventies when a when a when a Blanken shot putter could be on the cover of Sports Illustrated. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's true. You get your SI. Oh, who's on the cover this week? Oh, some guy from there. Some shot putter. I'm gonna read read all about him. Yeah, know? shot putter. You wouldn't even yeah. think twice. You're like, yeah, cool, track and field, man. Yeah. Shot put. Yeah, let's put him on the cover. Yeah. So anyway, Bonnie Joe, we'll find out. The Giants have. Uh, the 13th pick, and they have uh, uh, they have five of the top 85 picks. This is what we've been waiting for, you know? This mm-hmm. is it. Will you watch the draft? I mean, it's the shortest Absolutely. ever, right? Five rounds, so it'll be pretty quick to go through. No, it's a real disappointment. Uh, actually, are they doing both rounds today, or is it some today, some tomorrow? I think it's some today, some tomorrow, right? It's a two-day right. Two days, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll be real quick today. I'll watch it. Actually made the mistake of setting a, a golf time with the kids at three o'clock. We were looking forward to it, and now I'm realizing that's going to crash into the. I'm going to have to tape it and come back and uh, and check it out. But uh, we'll see. the pe- The Petaluma kid will probably go number one, Spencer Turkelson, mm-hmm. and then and then the Giants will be up at number thirteen. And I don't know, I'm just calling for a pitcher. That's all. Just calling for a pitcher. That'd be good with me. I could use a good arm, uh, good you know, good young arm. You, yeah. Whether you want it, Garrett Crochet, a lefty at a Tennessee, or Cade Cavalli, a righty yeah. at a at Oklahoma, or Mick Abel, a, a high school kid out of Portland. Uh, you know, who knows? Uh, Mick but, Abel uh, out of Portland. He's a kid you were saying. He, he, I believe you uh, said yesterday, Murph. He rests at ninety-five. <laughs> That's the phrase now, Paul. Yeah, That's you rest. You got to yeah. rest. Yeah, yeah, you rest at ninety-five, but you can rev up to a hundy. How's that? I'll take that. That sounds pretty good. All right. We'll see. Uh, well, that's what's going on today, plus obviously more and more stuff. Uh, you know, the name Colin Kaepernick keeps coming up more and more and more, guys. We brought mm-hmm. it up on, what, a Monday about, mm-hmm. like, is he going to get a job? Is he going to get a gig? Uh, so more people talking about that. And uh, we got, of course, uh, the MLB proposal. Bonnie Jill, you excited? Yeah. You think they're going to they're gonna get it done or no? I think so, don't you? It's looking good. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. It's funny. Every single day it changes for me. You know, know, like one day I'm like, um, you know, down and then I'm like, oh, this is looking good. They're getting closer. 
don't so know. They, they said the owners, the owners, uh, the owners don't love what the players said yesterday. So mm, see, yeah, I know. See? I know. Be positive, bro. Yeah. Well, basically. it's June tenth, guys. This is the day we always said. Yeah, they probably want to get something done by around June fifth or June tenth. Well, it's yeah. June tenth. I wonder so. if Mark McGrath was the players' rep if they'd be farther along. <laughs> I think you're but, absolutely you know, right. Dude. I mean, you just look at the guy's torso. You're like, you know what, dude? You got a yeah, good looking abs. Let's sign yes. this deal. Yeah. Let's I sign. This. When's the last so. time they had an MLB draft when they were unsure if there was going to be a season? <laughs> Never. Right? Yeah. Uh, I mean, 1981 was the draft. It didn't. When did the 81 draft start? I'm trying Paul? to think. Do you when the, oh, I don't yeah. know. I don't. 1981 MLB. I certainly remember that summer not having baseball. That right. I and I know that sure. Murph and I still, Bonnie Jill, to this day, kind of feel like even though the uh, Dodgers won that World Series, it kind of sort of doesn't really oh. even count. You know what I mean? Are you kidding me? It doesn't, yeah. it doesn't be, it's not even, not even close to counting. Yeah. Uh, it started on June 12th. So I guess maybe 81 the draft went down, and then the okay. 81 draft is probably sometime. Hang on, let me figure this out here. Maybe you went, and I think we got to get out of here, I know, but I'll figure it out. I want to get that answer, Bonnie. When's the last time? Because yeah, you imagine cause... some kid gets drafted, and they're going to be like, hey, kid, welcome to the draft. Now you're in the most screwed up, uh, you know, mm-hmm. welcome to the most screwed up league in America. <laughs> it just yeah. says it was in June of 81. It doesn't have an exact date. Um, but uh, Okay. So, but that's probably the last time it was even close. June nine. So the draft was the the draft went down before the strike. So Bonnie Jill, this is probably unprecedented, is what you're saying. See? Wow. Yeah. The uh, and Mike Moore of the Seattle Mariners is the number one pick. Joe Carter was the number two pick. Wow. Joe Carter. There you go. Joe Carter picked by the Chicago Cubs out of Wichita State. Mm. Yeah. Uh, there you go. All right. Well, listen. We'll say good morning to Cobes. Get the guest list coming our way. In fact, we got. We got guests coming right away, so we got to go mm-hmm. on KMBR 104.5 and 680, the Sports League. Murph and Matt podcasts are available now on Spotify by searching KNBR, the Sports Leader. From the Chilton Auto Body Traffic Desk, northbound 101, delays into Morgan Hill from San Martin Avenue up past East Dunn as that commute builds a little bit heavier every day and then also slow going in San Jose on northbound 101 between the 280 and 880 interchanges in the Los Altos Hills area northbound 280 north of El Monte they're wrapping up some overnight road work there that's why it's backed up beyond Magdalena and in San Francisco northbound 101 before Vermont Street there is a report of uh, the guardrail partially blocking the left hand lane there uh, it looks like a car may have run into that and did that damage westbound 205 and 580 a slow roll from 11th Street up past the top of the Altamont, and we're seeing still just a brief delay at the Bay Bridge. This traffic is sponsored by Safeway. Spring is here, which means allergy season is officially upon us. Head to Safeway and break out of the fog instead of breaking out another box of tissues. From Allegra to Zyrtec, they have you covered. Check out your local Safeway to stock up on all of your allergy needs. Why do we call it small business? Why not agile business? Nimble business? Dance circles around the big bulky behemoths business. UMA Office, the small business phone solution, has a virtual receptionist to direct calls to the right extension and a mobile app to help you answer while away from the office. About all that's small really is the price, starting at only $19.95 a month. Visit UMA.com, that's O-O-M-A, or call 866-840-8792 to find out more. UMA, the phone your small business deserves. 
Greg Papa here for Golden State Lumber as construction returns within the Bay Area. Golden State Lumber is here for professional builders and contractors. Lumber yards are open from 6 a.m. to 5 p.m. Monday through Friday and open on Saturdays in several locations. You can now download the new Golden State Lumber app, which will give you greater access to their industry-leading service team. Look for the app at goldenstatelumber.com. Since 1954, Golden State Lumber, when you succeed, we succeed. California. Welcome to More Than Enough Reason with Geico. You're barely 100 yards into that 10K you never actually trained to run. How many miles we in? You have more than enough reason to call it quits, but not today. You're in it to win it. Takes a little will power. You've also got more than enough reason to switch to Geico because Geico offers emergency roadside service and they give you access to agents 24-7. Unlike the access you wish you had to an off-ramp from this 10K. Gonna drop the pace of skosh. And while you regret not getting access to a decent training program, at least you've got access to Geico's handy mobile app that lets you easily file a claim or pay your bill. Way to go, Geico! So, California, even if your run has turned into a wobbly sideways shuffle, you should know Geico helps with homeowners, renters, and condo insurance through the Geico Insurance Agency, too. That should be enough to make it over the finish line. Then on to saving even more with Geico by covering your boat, RV, and motorcycle. Geico. More reasons than ever to switch today over the phone at your local office or at Geico.com. Men, are you frustrated in the bedroom? Campbell Men's Health can restore your confidence and performance without oral medication. Call 408-532-5675. That's 408-532-5675. Using the latest in acoustic wave technology, Campbell Men's Health uses an FDA Class 1 cleared device to remove blockages and fibrous scar tissues that impede blood flow, the main cause of ED. To schedule a no-obligation consult, call Campbell Men's Health now at 408-532-5675. Look in Campbell and Monterey. With all the nasty stuff in the air these days, isn't it time to make good nasal hygiene your new normal? You wouldn't go a day without washing your hands or brushing your teeth, but what about your nose? It's the body's air filter, and it traps germs that can make you sick and allergens that can make you miserable. Nasal irrigation cleans your nose by flushing out allergens, mucus, bacteria, and worse. And it's clinically proven to relieve congestion naturally without drugs. I'm Martin Hoke, and I invented Navage, the world's only nose cleaner with powered suction. Navage is the easy-to-use alternative to neti pots, pills, and sprays. Here's my promise to you. Try Navage. If it doesn't relieve congestion and help you breathe better, sleep deeper, snore less, and feel healthier, just return it for a full, no-questions-asked refund. Over a million sold online at Navage.com or at Walgreens, CVS, Rite Aid, Bed Bath, and Target. Make good nasal hygiene your new normal with Navage, N-A-V-A-G-E. Sponsored by UMA, the smartphone for your home and business. And now, 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 time for the Protect Your Assets with David Hollander Business and Technology Report. Stock futures are slightly higher as investors await comments from the Federal Reserve at the end of a two-day meeting today. The central bank is unlikely to make any major policy changes with its benchmark rate near zero. But the Fed could give some guidance on future yield caps amid the coronavirus crisis and will also reveal its first forecast for the economy since late last year. The Nasdaq, meanwhile, will look to build on its record close from yesterday after Amazon and Apple both finished the day with all-time high stock prices. Dow futures are up 40 points, Nasdaq futures are ahead 75, and S&P 500 futures are plus 10. This has been the Protect Your Assets with David Hollander Business and Technology Report. 
Concern this recession will ruin your dream retirement? Learn more. Listen to David's show every Saturday morning on KNBR or call 1-866-PROTECT. Whether they're speaking in tongues or talking sports, they're back. They are Murph and Mac on the Sports Leader. Available now on your Google Home smart speaker. Just say play KNBR. KNBR. Yeah, tell everybody the Murphy Mac Show is sponsored by Kuvara Law Firm. One call, that's all. Call 1-800-4-INJURY, the premier 800 number to remember when you or a loved one have been hurt by another. Speak directly to Neil Kuvara at 1-800-4-INJURY. Uh, before we say good morning to Copes, Paulie, the text line always full. You know, and, okay. and, you know, people all over, you know, incredibly interesting takes, this and that, you know, criticisms, praise, uh, comments, the whole right. deal. Two things I wanted to hit. One was after yesterday's incredible multi-segment poly open casket riff i had some throughout um, the day laughs by the way residual laughter yeah. it just kept bubbling i'm totally serious dude. Me too. it yes. was kind of based just on like what i see as the visual in my head which is again just that like because murph you know here we go again dude day two but real quick like you know with the open with the open casket a lot of times it's just really from the waist up and then the bottom flap is down right <laughs> yes no yes. You know, you know what I'm saying? The bottom was, flap, yes. The bottom flap. Yeah, and then I was thinking, like, yeah. Copes, because I know Copes is always interested in my losing uh, my shoe story at RFK in 92. Like, Copes could, like, just double-check the bottom flap, make sure my shoes are on. And yeah. I just feel like this is, like, best. Maybe Copes was right. Like, Broadway and Battery. <laughs> <laughs> let, people, let them just come and go as they want. If you want to throw trash in there, you, you go ahead. You know what I mean? If you want to say something, it just seems like the right place. But I laughed all day, dude. I was dude, laughing on and off. Me all too, Paulie. Me too. Yeah. I can't, it kept catching me. It kept, mm-hmm. I would think about it and I'd lose it, dude. It's, right. hilarious. it's a hilarious riff. It really is. Yeah. Uh, but I want to give credit to the gentleman who's texted it in, but okay. I, it's hard to find on my because t- there's so many tweets that have been going on uh, okay. here and there. But anyway, he said, I would just like to think finally <laughs> that uh, that somebody would pin a note to Paulie's lapel in the yeah. open casket yeah. saying that he was always a Jimmy G guy. <laughs> yes. Thank you. How about that? Thank that one you. got me, man. That one thank got you. me. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, just in the flapping kid, in the breeze, you know what I mean? Murph, just like in, um, in the I believe in the, the Irishman, if you remember, there's that one scene where De Niro's daughter is doing like a report in school and she's giving a report, an oral report about Jimmy Hoffa. She's probably eight or nine years old and she's wearing one of those buttons and it says like, I'm friends with Jimmy Hoffa. Dude, yes. just give me one of those. I'm friends with Jimmy Garoppolo. Beautiful, man. Yeah. Beautiful, beautiful. Yeah. Uh, Copes, good morning to you, brother. Morning, uh, how you doing? And uh, I guess we got to get going, right? Because we got guests coming our way. We got Is that stuff right? to get to. Yeah, we got important, uh, important business to attend to on draft day today. Okay, why don't you cue those horns then, buddy? Look at you. Yeah. How about that? Early horns right out of the gate? Early horns. I got Copes. I got until the water we, boy. Until we ungag ball the water boy. Um, I love how, by the way, there's a perception out there amongst our listeners that the water boy has committed some sort of sin or crime. Right. When, in fact, he's done absolutely nothing. It has nothing to do with him. (laughs) Not only that, but I should let the audience know that we originally decided to gag ball him just for a couple of days as kind of a goof. But it turns out he likes it and he wants to keep going. So the the, the gag ball order will continue. You never know, Paul. Just just real quick. Wholesome Street Fair is not empty, Paul. There's people there. I didn't know how he was going to react. Turns out he's into it. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, you know what's funny is... is, um, You guys familiar with with the sorting hat uh, in in Harry Potter who, yes. who talks and tells yes. everybody which house mm-hmm. they end up in? Uh, uh, Dwayne Kuyper's son yesterday, Cole Kuyper, put out a, a tweet saying, uh, "What does the sorting hat do the rest of the year?" 
Like, do they just stuff him in a closet? Or does he just come out that one day to tell all the kids (laughs) which house they're part of? He says, do they trap him in the closet? And I said... I think they gag him in the closet. Mar- yeah, Marcellus yeah. Wiley like, dude. I think yeah. they gag the uh, the hat. So that's right. Maybe uh, the hat likes it too. Maybe. Thank you, sir. May I have another? Yeah, yeah, All right. What do we got today, bud? <laughs> All right. Six thirty-five. Uh, Doug Glanville, former big leaguer, going to join us uh, from ESPN. Now he's great. And he, did you guys see his essay that he did called Fantastic, "Enough"? Dude. Man, yeah. that was intense. So Doug, obviously African American baseball player, who uh, has turned into one of ESPN's better baseball commentators, and he he. He put out some strong, some strong stuff during the past week. Yeah, uh, yeah. He's feeling, uh, he's feeling like he's got some stuff to say. So that's yeah. right, that's right around the corner, right? Yeah, okay. yeah Murph. Cool. I know we always talk about that movie, The Rookie, with Dennis Quaid, uh, when yeah. he played J- uh, not Jack Morris. Uh, uh, I forget uh, his name. Jim Morris. Jim Morris. There you go. Yeah, uh, for it, Texas. Yeah. Is, is Glanville the first guy he faced? He played for the Rays, but Glen- was Glanville the guy he faced? Wow. Or was I'm it Cl- not sure. could have been Clayton? Might have been Royce. Cl- I'm trying to remember who was on that yeah, Texas you're team. Right. It's, it sounds familiar. Yeah, I'll, try, right, I'll try to look it up. Anyway, Doug Glanville right around the corner, 635. Uh, 7.30, Mike Kruko is going to start off the power hour for us. Yes, sir. 8.35, Chris Rose of MLB and NFL Network fame. Oh, and, of course, buddy. the best damn sports show, mm-hmm. period. 8.35 will be Chris Rose talking MLB. And then 9.15, Kerry Crowley. We haven't talked to him in a while. The young lad. The bright young lad with a bright future. Uh, here's the deal. Doug Glanville, uh, who's uh, a very thoughtful commentator. Uh, we can talk a little baseball with him and a little uh, society with him next on KMBR 104.5. And 680, the sports leader. This is Murph and Mac. Hear it on the TuneIn app through your smartphone. We are KNBR 1045 and 680, the sports leader. At Sprint, we understand saving money for your family is now more important than ever. That's why we're offering our best unlimited deal. Switch and get four lines of unlimited for just $100 a month. That's right, four lines for 100 bucks. Plus, the plan includes Hulu, 500 megabytes of mobile hotspot, DVD quality streaming, and more. If that's not enough, we're throwing in four Samsung Galaxy phones on us. And now, Sprint customers enjoy access to expanded coverage on the T-Mobile network. Shop from the comfort of your home at Sprint.com, call 800-SPRINT-1, or come see us in our stores. Phone after 3542 per month credit for 18 months credit applied within two bills. If canceled early, remaining balance due. Unlimited basic after 73121, pay $35 per month per line with auto pay. Data deprioritization during congestion, coverage and offer not available everywhere. Excludes taxes, fees, and roaming, speed maximums, use rules, $30 activation fee, and restrictions apply. You remember that time you hit the only home run of your entire career? All right, Murph, where are you going with this? I've got a way for you to hit another one. I'm listening. Just rally everyone to donate their old cars to support the Junior Giants. That's easy. I'm already a big fan. Junior Giants teaches valuable life skills to nearly 25,000 kids in Northern California. Yep, and donating is easy. Visit jrgiants.org slash cars or call 800 818 5223. As an essential business, Terry's Tree Service has been servicing clients along the 580-680 corridor for over 30 years. Terry's Tree Service provides a complete range of tree services for residential, commercial, and industrial clients. Don't let these challenging times stop you from doing your part to keep your home and community looking its best. Call 925-820-TREE or visit them at terrystreeservice.com. Before June 14th, mention KNBR and receive 15% off all services of $500 or more. Visit Terry's Tree Service.com today. America's taste buds have spoken and they've called out for steak. Visit UnitedWeStateCalifornia.com for beef offers, sweepstakes, recipes, videos, and more. One nation, countless flavors. 
From our cattle ranchers and beef producers to your grill, California, united we stay. Time now for your KNBR Half Past Headlines. Sponsored exclusively by GKV Capital, a leading investment portfolio management firm. Hear the GKV Capital closing bell update today at 3.15 p.m. on the Sports Sports Leader. I'm Bonnie Jill Laughlin with your Half Past Headlines. MLB PA has made a proposal to MLB for a season of 89 games with a full prorated share of salary and expanded playoffs. Jeff Passan tells us the only thing the players do want is that 100% prorated salary. The more conversations I've had with players over the last week or so, the more I've come to understand that the full prorated salary is not the most important thing for them. It is more or less the only thing for them at this point. And I understand, listen, there are other issues. There's health and safety and, you know, they have expanded playoffs that they can give to Major League Baseball as a carrot. But in the end, the players say, no matter how long the season is, we want our full pro rata. And Michael Jordan entered a 3.3 million big rock blue Marlin tournament in North Carolina. MJ and his crew, which he calls Catch 23, reeled in a 442-pound blue Marlin, the sixth heaviest reeled in so far. But Catch 23 has two more days to catch a bigger Marlin. This tournament is known as one of the biggest fishing events in the country. And those are your half past headlines. Back to Murphy Mac. Murph, Mac, Bonnie Jill, Copes, and the Water Boy continue. This is the KNBR Morning Show on KNBR 1045 and 680, the sports leader. All right, before we welcome Doug Glanville, got to remind you the Murph and Mac Show is sponsored by Marin Health. Marin Health, your gateway to better health with an exceptional medical center and more than 150 primary and specialty care doctors in clinics throughout the North Bay. Marin Health. Uh, I bet Doug doesn't remember this, but he once came in studio years ago. Years ago, he was on a tour, came by, and then we've had him on once or twice since then. But uh, so it's a welcome back to uh, the man who uh, is not oh, oh, the, the tip of his bio only begins with former Major League Baseball player. He's also a baseball analyst for ESPN, podcaster, journalist, educator, author, speaker, dad—all these things. Doug, so uh, welcome back to the Murphy Mac Show. Brian Murphy, Paul McCaffrey, and Bonnie Jill Laughlin. How you doing, Doug? Morning. Morning. Yeah. Good morning, everyone. Uh, yeah, I wear I wear a lot of hats. Uh, the hat rack is is deep over here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, um, I know we have you know there's serious things to talk about, and you've done some serious work in the last week. But we'll start on a bright note. It is draft day, and yeah. uh, you know it's going to be different uh, considering a number of things. Doug, a it's virtual, uh, and b there's no baseball. <laughs> so, <laughs> how are you approaching this uh, this this draft day here with um, you know, are you excited or are you a little bittersweet given the fact that these kids are going to get drafted to a sport that's not playing? Yeah, I mean, definitely bittersweet. But um, I, I try to remember the excitement I felt in 1991. I was drafted by the Cubs. And then, you know, there was baseball. But also uh, the, there was no uh, cell phones or text messages or, or Twitter or anything. So the Cubs called the house and we had a phone in the kitchen that was, you know, wired and had this long cord <laughs> And we were just sitting around. I think the draft started at 1 o'clock, and you knew the closer you came to the beginning of the hour, the, the higher you were drafted. So there was a lot of rumors then, sort of, you know, it wasn't all this you know, information exchange. It was sort of hearing from the grapevine or your, your potential agents calling you. And, 
and you would know that maybe I might be ninth overall, maybe I might be 17th. So I still have to share that day with my family. My brother was there and my parents, and we had a chance to really think about the journey. And, and some of it is, is relief. You know, you're under a lot of scrutiny uh, about are you a first rounder? Do you do, you know, what can you do? You, you get a little criticism uh, as you're falling up and down the slot. So, uh, but it's a, you know, it's a moment you'll never forget. I'm sure these, these players are still going to, you know, value the moment, even though there's no baseball right now. And it you know, looks like there may well be at some point. So <laughs> might as well get ready now. Yeah. And, and in terms of the the draft being only five rounds, um, I mean, I know it was yeah. sort of pandemic related, but man, it is a dramatic story. I don't know if people are paying enough attention to it. It's usually, Doug, I believe 40 rounds and, and, and that's right. been the fabric of the game. That's been how the game has been scouted and how organizations are built. How are you processing this this dramatic change? Yeah, I mean, everything is dramatically changed right now, and, and that's, you know, you're seeing the ripple effect certainly through sports. And, uh, you know, I know there was, there was periods where there was no limit. You could just draft until you dropped, you know, to sign players. Uh, so, you know, they tried to create a structure that sort of defers how things will work going forward. But, you know, now it's an opportunity to innovate and try things. I mean, there's been questions about the, you know, sort of even the marketability of the MLB draft when you have so many rounds and now you're kind of highlighting these top five round players. And there's some some value in that. But you also, you know, all these undrafted players that might sign, you know, who knows what that's going to look like. Yeah, for sure. We're talking to Doug Glanville, of course. Uh, you see him on ESPN Baseball Tonight, well, hopefully when there is baseball. And obviously you can read him at DougGlanville.com, and, and Doug's done a lot of stuff going on in the last week, too, with the Black Lives Matter, which we'll get to in just a sec, just to clear some sort of baseball chat off the off the ledger here. Hey, real quick, Doug, I just looked up the 91 draft. You do know who was drafted before and after you, right? I definitely know after. <laughs> so, <laughs> One pick after was was Manny Ramirez to the Cleveland Indians. Uh, right. So that was, but right before that was Sean Estes, who became a yeah, fairly prominent right. Giants pitcher from '97 uh, right. to uh, he won a couple champ uh, division championships with the Giants. So uh, yeah, just a little, I remember Sean. A little yeah, footnote yeah. there. So absolutely, um, Sean. <laughs> uh, in terms of the players and the owners, Doug. Um, <laughs> I know you you've been banging your head against this wall for weeks now, but um, let's years, try to bang years, our actually. Let's be, yeah, <laughs> yeah, right? Years, uh, yeah, right. Well, let's let's do it again here on Wednesday, June 10, 2020. As of now in the morning of Wednesday, June 10, 2020, how are you feeling about all this? I, mean, I feel very familiar feelings from back when, you know, I was playing. I I was a player rep for the Players Association in all my teams I played with, and also uh, part of the executive subcommittee with Don Fear, then the executive director. So, I mean, I, I know this kind of rhythm, and there's a long history, and most of the games, if not all the games, historically came through labor strife and came through strikes and lockouts and saber-rattling and staring contests. That is the history. And uh, the union you know, under Marvin Miller for so long really – accomplished some amazing things. I mean, some of the things that benefited not just baseball, but for society in, in any employment environment. But it's always come at a cost, uh, certainly in the public domain, because the willingness to stop the game, to work things out, is, is pretty high. And uh, one thing I you know, hope they build on is 25 years of labor peace. It's been a long time. I mean, you think of a great player like Chase Utley, who had an entire career without being on strike, you know, basically his whole career. 
So he, he knows that this is unprecedented when you look at the players that have never you know, had to stop play. And now you're stop play for a health crisis, and you're trying to work through something that historically has always been very easy, very, very challenging and very difficult to sort of come to terms with. But in short, they right now I see it as the players are looking more for the structure. They want to make sure that, okay, we're prorated our salary. Fine, we know we're going to make less in our salary contract way, but the rate of the day, the game rate is the same, and then we could build on that for the next negotiation next year. Uh, owners are looking seemingly more bottom line, how much money is going to go out. And the more games they play, the more they either lose by their, you know, by their argument or maybe the less they make more. You know, they don't, they don't make as much money. And that's because 40 to 50% of the revenue seems, comes from fans, you know, parking, concessions, and so on. So they have that kind of – there's an economic agreement, certainly, but there's, there's also a concern of the structure of it, and the players are trying to build on it. So there's probably some magic number of games played that sort of meets in the middle. I'm pretty confident that that's true. It's just how quickly they're going to get to it. And every day that goes by, the public dissent, uh, you know, the, just being upset as a public increases and, and they just lose some goodwill. But I do think they'll get it done. Okay, you do. Is it, there is that, that nuclear option where Rob Manfred just mandates that, what, 48 games? And I mean, is that, yeah, is that, is that a possibility? Yeah, that, I mean, it is. It's in, it's in his deck of cards. But the problem with that is it's, you know, when you look at what we're facing in the health crisis, to mandate just does not go well. It just not, does not come off well. I mean, yes, players can opt out and they may have certain rights. But, you know, you're talking about, you know, a crisis where players are legitimately concerned about their circumstance and the risk and so on. And, and we know it's not essential. We know people are day-to-day doing things, you know, to keep us safe and to deliver groceries, whatever it may be. So uh, it is not essential. But what I do think for our country is essential is to get that concept of team back, even if the team isn't you know, major league players, but, you know, Americans, the United States, just being united. And that is a, a great benefit of sport. Doug Glanville is the voice you hear, of course, a longtime big leaguer. You see him on ESPN Baseball Tonight, podcast with Jason Stark and The Athletic. Uh, you can check it all out at DougGlanville.com. Uh, Doug, the, 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 the CBA is, is due up in, I believe, December of 2021, right? Or, or I think I have that right. 2021, December. right. Yeah. Yes. It, this feels foreboding. You know what I mean? I mean, I know I'm looking way down the road, and you know we're trying to get through day by day in this situation, but does this – there's a lot of talk how this all this jockeying going on is setting the stage for the the big negotiation in 21. Is that how you feel? Yeah, well, no doubt, no doubt. They're all yeah. trying to. They know precedent is king in in this whole thing, right? If you once you kind of accept something, it will be built upon. And you know, first of all, the players' association will always have an allergic reaction to anything that resembles a cap. That is that has been the the you know die on your hill kind of thing for for the players association no caps nothing resembling it you know you might be slowing things down but you're not going to stop it and say this is a hard cap and when it comes to giving quote back back money that's another issue so it's pretty typical and it's pretty much you know as a player they always taught me you were indoctrinated really to say look we're our job as a present player is to protect the past and preserve the future. There was players that came before you that made tremendous sacrifices, locked out, didn't make as much money, all these things to create a structure that I certainly was a beneficiary of economically in many other ways to have the career that I had. 
you, and then the future, of course, you want to hand that off, that torch, pass it on, or at least light the next torch so that the future players are also beneficiaries. And so every generation of players always feel that pressure to not be the one to mess it up, so to speak. And and so they want to make sure that that structure is passed on. And, you know, it's it's the Player Association has had done fairly well historically in terms of winning, quote-unquote winning, if you want to call it that, the, these battles. But uh, I do think at some point the owners are going to test the players with a strike or lockout at some point because, you know, this is going to be one of these moments where nobody knows the economic damage or that's going to come out of this. And everybody's uncertain. And when the, the numbers come in for 2021, I imagine there will be, be quite a confrontation over it. And, and then it comes, comes down to this word trust, um, and, and you brought up Marvin Miller, and, and for however many years there's been a mistrust between the owners and the players, more so than any other sport, I think. We're, we had an NBA guest on the other day who talked about how Adam Silver just has all this goodwill with the players and how that's that's how it's – but there's none of that yeah. goodwill between the no. players and the owners in Major League Baseball. Can you speak to that, and do you think that's the fundamental issue that – it's kind of amazing it's been buried for 25 years, but that, that mistrust seems to be – that brought back now right well you know it's it's it sort of depends how you look at it. i mean you look at it as a, a sport that's you know continue to break records for revenue and has done some things that have changed the landscape they've you know baseball has slipped in the sort of rankings right football and other things but and and that's why there's a great opportunity for baseball to be out there front and center and kind of recapture the imagination of of our country and, and abroad. So, uh, but there, there is that legacy. And, and if you listen to commissioner Manfred, he'll frame it as, well, it's a negotiation and negotiations aren't pleasant. They're just in this public domain. They're always back and forth. If you're buying a house, I, mean, I think of buying a house or anything fortunate to do, you know, that wasn't always pretty, you know, and if you go play by play, it's, it's going to look a lot uglier. Uh, in the end, they're going to point to, hey, well, we've gotten things done. It's not been, you know, but anytime you throw it in the public domain, that that's ugly. But the history has been through fighting. It's been through battling court orders and injunctions, and you know, and I was part of all that PEDs and reopening collective bargaining, and uh, and that's how it, how it goes. But in the end, when they you know they get back on the field, it may take a little time to heal past it. Uh, they they play ball in the last 25 years. They've done it without stopping the game. Man, it's a long way from just the the crack of the bat at spring training, the pop of the glove, all the romance, the poetry. It's not that simple, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then finally, Doug, the the serious stuff. And uh, wow, your your essay that was titled "Enough" is very powerful. Um, it's really well done, well written. You're a writer. I read your book. Um, you're a good writer. Um, as we sit here on Wednesday, June 10, 2020. Uh, as an African-American athlete, um, as somebody who has a platform on TV and radio and podcasts, um, how are you feeling right now about the Black Lives Matter movement? How, um, do you feel um, heartened or encouraged at all? Are you more frustrated than ever? Uh, George Floyd's funeral was yesterday. Um, we continue to to still grapple as a country right now. For We're into week two, right? Um, yeah. What are your latest feelings and thoughts about the way this has evolved in the last two weeks? Yeah, I mean, you know, you kind of describe what is a real wide range of emotions. And, and my experience through a lot of the issues that have come to sort of this uh, concentrated point is, 
is something that I've been engaged in a lot of different ways. You know, I grew up in Teaneck, New Jersey, which voluntarily desegregated in the 60s. So I had access to a lot of different kinds of people. And we worked together. My 30-year high school reunion, uh, we, we were you know, accessible to each other like we had never left. And it was a group of many different kinds of people. I always loved that. I also had a great relationship with law enforcement because my father was a psychiatrist and he used to work with police officers. Early on, I learned the stress they were under as a young person. And then they were uh, the police officers were volunteer coaches for my summer league team. And many of my teammates went into law enforcement. And when my father passed away, they, they came and paid their respects in full uni, their friends, and they gave a police escort to my father. So I had certain access that made me see, be hopeful in that relationship between police and communities. But I also recognize that I had a certain privilege of how I access them, whether it's a major league player or in other circumstances. So we have a you know, society that is very segregated, and a lot of communities of color are, are over-policed or disproportionately policed. The relationship is very strained. They don't have the experiences that I have. And so you, if you don't have access and intimacy with a group of people, it's hard to break down the biases we have. Because our biases work well when we're thinking about shortcuts, because when you drive a car, you know you turn the wheel left, it turns left. You don't have to think about it. That, that is a bias. You assume what's going to happen from experience. But with people, it doesn't work very well. And I think what Floyd is unearthed is, you know, this feeling of, you know, as being black in this country, you are lumped together. And there's times that can be a pride, a, a source of pride, because you share a common experience. But there's times where it's criminalized, it's negative. You're seen as a threat, and and that sort of constant fitting the description is very stressful in in your life because it, even if it's a real crime you're fitting the description for, or whether it's in the imagination of someone, uh, you feel that onus on you all the time. And and so on some end, I have there's I have hope. I still I know there's another generation. It's not just my generation. There's young people coming up that are going to rethink this. And I and just like I teach these courses with young people, I I know that you know they're they're up for the challenge. They're up for the challenge to redefine things. And so we always have to keep doing the work, but we we have to also confront this legacy that we have. And you know, 400 years of slavery, and it doesn't just like fix in a in few generations when we have had institutions and structures that still haven't gotten out of that sort of mentality. Uh, our criminal justice system was you know freed up created in the 13th Amendment when slavery was abolished, but there was a comma there that says, no, we can still, quote-unquote, enslave you for crime. And early on, the South was rebuilt by, by the fact that we had, we had to give the South something. So they said, well, you just lost your whole labor force, so we're going to arrest people with impunity, and you're basically going to rebuild that way. So, we, you know, so when you have that system and then you pass it on, and then I talk to my father and my father's grandfather, and we're all in conversation, and then I have my own experiences – uh, just acknowledging that and recognizing that that has give, given a group of people a huge advantage over others in what is supposed to be a meritocracy on a certain level, uh, then we can get you know far along. And sport plays a beautiful role in this because sport at its core looks for equity. Sport at its core is a team of different people working together as a goal. I saw it every year in spring training, people from all over the world 
coming into a place saying, I'm a Philly, I'm a giant, I'm a cub, I'm a whatever. And at first you have preconceived notions, but then when the games come, you start thinking about actually what matters to win. You, who gets the ball in the ninth? Who's the guy you want to do the complete game? Who's the guy you want in the clutch situation? That, and that melts away a lot of divisions because it doesn't matter. You want to win. You want to play as a unit. So that spirit of team and the fact that we play by the same rules in sport, that's a great example for where we are now. And, and so we have a lot of work to do, and, and I, I'm encouraged by the conversations. I'm encouraged by the openness to you know, not stick to sports. I, I think that's a great thing. Uh, I think it's an opportunity. So hopefully you know, we're listening, and then we have to turn that into real action. So um, I, you know, I, I do remain optimistic. Okay, well, well said, as always. And, uh, and yeah, like you said, it's, um, it's uh, ye- centuries of history and now weeks of or days of talk. And here we are in this, in this intense present environment that needs to kind of keep going. So well, we'll keep listening yeah. to you and hear what you have to say about it all. And hopefully everybody's minds will stay open. So thanks for yeah. all the time, Doug. We appreciate you, man. Thanks for, uh, and, and we'll watch you on ESPN and we'll, uh, and, we'll, and we'll keep reading you and checking you out. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, thank you, and, and tell the San Francisco audience I really appreciate you taking the time and listening. Thank you. Yeah, good stuff. Doug Glanville, one of the good talkers and thinkers out there uh, in the world of baseball, and uh, and man, between the labor unrest and the civil unrest, and uh, man, I, I want to go back to walking on the beach with Paulie. You should join just, uh, me today. Yeah, you can roll, roll up my jeans up. to the knees, yes. Paulie. Yeah, yes, that's it. yes. Uh, just don't <laughs> let the white legs scare you. They're extremely <laughs> right, pale. Yeah. That's it. All right. We'll come back and uh, check out some of the sound from today, from last night. Okay. Obviously, MLB and Kerr spoke a little bit, too. And uh, Steve Kerr. Bonnie Jill mentioned Michael Jordan catching fish, all these things yeah, going on. Yeah, big fish, yeah. Uh, KMBR 104.5 and 680. Sports later. You're listening to Murph and Mac. Available now on your Amazon Echo smart speaker. This is KNBR 104.5 and 680. The Sports Leader. From the Chilton Auto Body Traffic Desk, no major issues on Bay Area freeways, but uh, we are seeing the delays that uh, we had seen pre-pandemic on many of our uh, inbound commutes. For example, the westbound 205-580 ride going to be slow from the 11th Street merge up to the top of the Altamont Pass. Northbound 101 in the South Bay delays heading into Morgan Hill from San Martin up past East Dunn. Westbound 4, that is slow over the Willow Pass beginning in Railroad. It'll continue to Willow Pass Road. And a westbound 80 now sluggish heading out of Richmond from Carlson to Ashby in Berkeley. We're backed up to about 880. The metering lights are on and then sluggish pretty much all the way across the Westbound Bay Bridge. This traffic is sponsored by Napa Auto Parts. With thousands of locally owned Napa stores across the nation, chances are that wherever you call home, they do too. So whether you stop by your local Napa Auto Parts store, a Napa Auto Care Center, or visit Napa online, you can count on Napa know-how. Do you have constipation with belly pain, straining, and bloating that keeps coming back? Take the five-question gut check to see if it could be more than occasional constipation. It could be irritable bowel syndrome with constipation, or IBS-C, Linzess, or Linaclitide is a prescription medication that treats IBS-C 
and adults. Linzess is not a laxative. It works differently. Linzess helps relieve belly pain and lets you have more frequent and complete bowel movements. Individual results may vary. Do not give to children less than six, and it should not be given to children six to less than 18. It may harm them. Do not take Linzess if you have a bowel blockage. Get immediate help if you develop unusual or severe stomach pain, especially with bloody or black stools. The most common side effect is diarrhea, sometimes severe. If it's severe, stop taking Linzess and call your doctor right away. Other side effects include gas, stomach area pain, and swelling. Talk to your doctor about whether Linzess is right for you. Go to Linzess.com to take the five-question gut check. That's L-I-N-Z-E-S-S.com or call 1-800-LINZESS. Sponsored by Allergan and Ironwood. KNBR and the San Francisco Giants want to thank the teams at Dignity Health and all the brave women and men who continue to work the front lines in our communities. When the whole world stopped, these people kept going, working through unbelievable challenges and against countless odds. They put the health of their patients first, no matter what. While we can never thank them enough, they'll always be our heroes. Their humanity lights the way. It's one thing to be stuck in your house due to COVID-19. It's another thing to be stuck with a house. We've got good news for homeowners listening throughout the Bay Area. John Buys Bay Area Houses is still buying houses. More importantly, we offer sellers a completely virtual selling process that maintains social distancing standards. Sell your home now. Call John today and get a cash offer in just seven minutes. Call 510-426-5000. Can't collect rent? Not a problem. We buy my tenant won't pay me the rent houses as well as vacant houses. We buy houses as is and in any condition. If you own a house and want to sell it fast at a fair price, call John Buys Bay Area Houses today at 510-426-5000. Sell your home now. Call John today and get a cash offer in just seven minutes. Call 510-426-5000. That's 510-426-5000. 510-426-5000. Now's the perfect time to buy a mattress during Mancini's Sleep World's triple bonus mattress sale. Receive a free set of microfiber sheets, gel fiber pillows, and a mattress protector with any purchase of $4.99 or more. Plus, enjoy 0% financing for 48 months. Purchase online, by phone with a sleep consultant, or with our stores now open by private in-store appointments so you can try it before you buy it. I'm Randy Mancini, and our entire Sleep World family is here for your family. Visit us at sleepworld.com. I've always wanted to learn another language, but every time I try, it never sticks. So I decided to give Babbel a try, and I really like the teaching method of the app. I started with the beginner lesson on Babbel, and it starts with simple words and phrases, and soon you're putting those words into a conversation. Each lesson takes about 10 to 15 minutes, and they're all really different, which keeps things interesting. The app is really smart. It actually keeps track of the words I'm struggling with so I can practice them and get better. I chose Babbel because it was created by real language teachers. They built it around real life, how people actually communicate, and what they care about. I can't wait to use my new language skills in the real world. Dos cervezas, por favor. <laughs> With Babbel, get conversational in Spanish, French, German, and more. It just takes 10 to 15 minutes a day. Now try Babbel free. Just go to Babbel.com or download the Babbel app and start learning a new language today. That's Babbel.com. B-A-B-B-E-L.com. Now, it's time for KNBR's Opening Bell Report. Sponsored by Bay Alarm. Get protected with a professionally monitored commercial fire system from Bay Alarm. Now more than ever, Bay Alarm. 
Stock futures are slightly higher as investors await comments from the Federal Reserve at the end of its two-day meeting today. The central bank is unlikely to make any major policy changes with its benchmark rate near zero, but the Fed could give some guidance on future yield caps amid the coronavirus crisis and will also reveal its first forecast for the economy since late last year. The Nasdaq, meanwhile, will look to build on its record close from yesterday after Amazon and Apple both finished the day with all-time high stock prices. Dow futures are up 40 points, Nasdaq futures are ahead 75, and S&P 500 futures are plus 10. Prepare for some serious delirium. Serious delirium. Murph and Mac are back on KNBR 104.5 and 680. And on your smart speaker at home, just say play KNBR. Yeah, you are listening, of course, to the KNBR Morning Show on KNBR and KNBR FM San Francisco, the sports leader. That was like a heavy intellectual discussion before 7 a.m., Paulie, with Doug Glanville. Like, yeah, it was you know great, what I mean? though. When it comes to protecting your business from fire, Bay Alarm brings the best, like industry-leading fire protection systems. With professional design, installation, and 24-7 monitoring, it's one more way fire has met its match. Bay Alarm puts the pro in fire protection. Go to bayalarm.com slash KNBR fire for a special offer to all new business customers. Now more than ever, Bay Alarm. ACO 28CCL 880138.